0: Basically, the City Limits podcast is going to be a place for creators and artists of all types, all walks of life, all levels of experience to have a voice and explain to people in the community what it is they do, who they are, why they do what they do, and what inspires them.
1: Don't give up, don't give in. You've come
0: too far to quit. This city. Uh, uh, try hitting the switch right here. I might not have it on. The one that says on. Yeah. Um. I feel like it might be kind of weird to try to have this conversation like we haven't already done it.
2: <laughs> That's. That, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You can do it. However you
0: want. Cool. I'm good. But. Um. Cool. Well, we're rolling. Um. Welcome to the City Limits podcast. Um. This is episode five. I think. I think five. Yeah. D Rod was four. Uh, this is the second time recording this because I made a rookie mistake and Ooh. lost all the audio. Uh, sitting down again, a couple of days later with my friend Kevin Silva. You're a uh, a film photographer from the Raleigh area. Uh yes, you do di- digital too, but you've been really passionate about film.
1: Yeah, definitely. Recently,
0: um, so you're you grew up in Raleigh? Or? Yes. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Raleigh. I moved here when I was like seven.
2: I was born in Virginia. Then moved to Maine, where my other brother was born. And then we moved back to Virginia for a little bit. And when I was seven, moved down to Clayton, which is like 30 ish minutes away from where I live now. So, and I live in Gardner now, which is like 10 minutes
0: outside of Raleigh. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife and I were looking at houses, like we're eventually. Either this year or early next year, are going to look at buying a house, oh, okay. and we were looking probably around Garner. Cool, because <laughs> it seems like that's the the like buying in Raleigh is crazy expensive. Oh yeah, Garner's a really nice area too. Well, depending yeah. where you live, I guess. But the only area I really know is down by like what is it Bass Pro Shop or is it Cabela's? Yeah, Cabela's the white Cabela's. Oak area. Yeah, is that like would you, is that like downtown Garner ish or is that uh, like the main area? That's- there
2: is like a downtown garner but it's like more historic type of thing. Uh that oh, okay. area is called White Oak and that's where like all the shops are and stuff. Oh okay. That's where like everybody usually goes. There's like a bunch of restaurants down there and stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something you can relate it to. It's Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like a mall kind of but like every store is like its own different and it's not in one. It's not like a mall. But okay. it is
0: like a mall like briar creek? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, briar creek is yeah. huge. Or like
2: or like north hills or something. Oh, okay. Like that where it's all their own individual stores and they're just pretty close. But
0: Yeah, I was just up in North Hills yesterday walking around. Oh, yeah. That was eerie too. There was like a bunch of old people, oh, walk- yeah. a bunch of old people walking around. I'm like, "What are you doing? Why are you outside?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh how are you holding up with this whole thing? I'm all right. Um the coronavirus.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm all right. I mean, um Obviously I don't think I have it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I wouldn't be here. But um yeah, the it, I've been bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yesterday I went up to Liberty to get all my stuff and help my girlfriend move her stuff out of her dorm. And that took a while, but yeah, I got back kind of late yesterday and yeah, and now we're at today I had my first online class today. Oh, nice. It was, yeah, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, so... we will be able to do that.
0: So yeah, Liberty, Liberty Liberty is a school in Virginia, correct? Yes. It's a okay. private yeah. Christian university in Lynchburg, Virginia. Nice. Um, and you're a sophomore there, correct? If I remember yes. from last time? Yeah. 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 Um, are, did you find out if you guys... When you guys are opening back up or are they just canceling for the so, semester?
2: Yeah, so they canceled. Uh, the campus is technically open because... So, like, if I wanted to stay up there for school... I could, Mm -hmm. but all the classes are online for the rest of the semester. So there's, it's kind of stupid to stay there. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have a a bunch of international kids because they have like a big scholarship for missionary kids Mm -hmm. up there, which like they basically give them like free tuition if you're a missionary kid. So there's a bunch of international students who are still staying up there because they don't have a place to go back home, Oh, which that's why they still have their campus open. But like all over campus, it's like no more of the gatherings of more than 10 or something. Yeah. So like, even like the cafeteria there, which holds like, I would say hundreds,
0: you can only, there can only be 10 people in there. That's crazy. So yeah, I like, think here yeah. is 50. Yeah. I think in Raleigh is 50 or they just announced today that they closed all non-essential businesses like nail salons, hairs, yeah. like hairdressers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Gyms, tanning places. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know if that number is still fifty as of today, which is March twenty third. Yeah, but I
2: heard that they uh, they canceled all K through twelve
0: schools for the rest of the year. Like the
1: governor yeah.
2: said that all those were canceled for the
0: rest of the year. Yeah, my my little cousins go to Holly Springs. Yeah, and um, my uncle texted me I think last week and said that they're not going back till fall. Like they, yeah, I think Holly. I don't know if it was I don't know if the schools themselves are deciding it. I, I, I know there's like a specific date that they've said like whether mm-hmm. it's end of April or whatever but I know Holly Springs said they're not going back until next semester or next year next so year is yeah. yeah right um so what do you do like what are you going to school for are you going to school for film photography or, or I am I going
2: a- I'm going to school for video so video and I have a minor in photography um it's mostly video production stuff um like learning how to use like uh, cameras and audio
0: equipment and all that type of stuff. Oh, okay. So So when you're done, do you want to be like a a director or a DP, or what is it exactly that you want to get into in that field? I
2: don't really know. I mean,
0: we'll see. Whatever
2: happens, happens, I guess. Uh, Right now, I'm working at sports broadcasting, and I'm really enjoying doing that. So maybe something in that type of field, so what um what exactly do you do there so in sports broadcasting i used to do so it's kind of confusing the way it works so in order to like move up and get paid you have to start by doing it like unpaid and get training like extensive training on how to do everything which makes sense because these games that they're doing the next level when you're getting paid they're all going to be on like ESPN plus and stuff like that so it's like Like I said, I mean, not a lot of people are going to be watching. Obviously, not a lot of people are going to be watching lacrosse or something, but (laughs) some people are. So, I mean, and it's on ESPN, so it's just used to get trained on the process and how to do everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you do. There's, and it's crazy how there's. So there's different positions for like everything that you wouldn't expect there to be. So like, there's like replay like every time you see a replay somebody is doing that yeah somebody is playing that replay and somebody got rewound the clip from that camera angle they rewound it back to that where it's the replay starts and that's just one example i could go into all of them but it would take a lot of time <laughs> so what i do I'll, I'll just tell what i do then i do camera which is pretty self-explanatory you're on the camera get in the game and then uh i do graphics and graphics is every little thing, every little graphic that goes up there. I build or build it from a template. So, like, if you if you're watching a basketball game and you see a player's stats tonight or something, like that little graphic, that's what I do. I make those graphics. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, just to go back to the replay thing, quick. Um, yeah. What's like the what's the turnaround time for, like? Is there some like the person that does the replays, do they know do they see a play and know that that's going to end up being the replay and they start on it right away? So or what, is it like you have a minute to find a clip cuz we're going to commercial?
2: Right. So what usually happens is the replay the replay operator knows the game usually unless it's like the lower level stuff like I was talking about earlier and they're still learning. Mm-hmm. But like usually if you're working these high level games or like if you're working on an NFL replay or something, you know the sport of football. Yeah. So you know what people are going to want to see. So you're clipping stuff off Constant. So you're clipping it off. So it's like it's like having a, you're just going back and clipping it. You're putting like endpoints in Premiere. That's oh, okay. basically what you're doing. You're putting an endpoint and an outpoint, and there's a clip, and you move it. At least this is how we do it. I don't know how they do it in the higher level stuff, but uh, Liberty, so far what I know, you put the endpoint, outpoint, and you set it as a clip for later. So if your producer tells you, hey, do you have a clip of that of that hit or something, and you should say yes. Yeah. Because if you know the game, you know that people want to see, like if you work in hockey, for example, you know people want to see big hits. Yeah. And goals are a must, obviously. You got to get goals. And so it's just stuff like that. So, yeah, to answer your question, like, the turnaround time, usually you're just constantly clipping stuff off. Mm-hmm. But, if, like, if there's a goal, you got to get it, like, within, like, 10 seconds. You got to be able to find it. Oh, damn. And, yeah, you got to find it quick. Yeah. So, it's a very stress. I've done it, and I have I hate doing replay because it's so stressful.
0: Especially I mean, live. Like, that's a lot of, I feel like that's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. That's it crazy. definitely
2: is. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, I've only done it for, like, the lower level stuff. But even then, it's, like, I work like D2, D3 women's hockey. But even then, it's still crazy because people are yelling at you to do stuff. And like, especially on replay, because like you got to do it quick and everything and you got to know what you're doing. It's it's challenging, but it's definitely good to challenge yourself and just do
0: things, do different things, you know? Yeah. Is it like, is it like chaotic in a sense where you're like communicating, like yelling back and forth or you have like... Yeah, it's definitely
2: controlled chaos. For sure, yeah. Um, If you're if you're like looking in on the outside, you're gonna think, "What? That is crazy! Like, how are they even?" Yeah. Like, it's almost like a different language, the way everybody's communicating to each other because there's different terms for everything. But um, yeah, so it's definitely controlled chaos, and yeah, it's just a lot of communication. Communication is so key. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that something that you? Took a class for and like found a passion in the sports broadcasting, or is it something that you knew going into that field that you wanted to like try out? So they played their my
2: freshman year. They played a video in class of a sports program, sports show, kind of like a like a sports center or something like that Mm -hmm. that needed people to get their to volunteer because at Liberty you have to do volunteer hours every semester you have to do 20 hours so i didn't know what i was gonna do so they played a video in class for the video majors and said that they were looking for help with anything really so i did that and after doing that and getting to know the people there and just working working hard and stuff that's how i
0: transitioned into doing that yeah mm. so you think that I think you said a minute ago, like when you're done, you're gonna probably pursue something in sports broadcasting. I think so. We'll see. Um, Do you know specifically what, like, what sport you'd want to go into? I would love to do hockey.
2: Oh, okay. I would love to do hockey. Hockey is my favorite sport. So yeah, that would be cool. But I mean, like, are you a Hurricanes fan? Yeah. 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 Nice. Big Canes fan. Nice. But um, I mean, I would love doing basketball too. Yeah. I mean, hockey and basketball. Obviously, I mean I haven't done I haven't done a lot of sports yet. Yeah. Cuz I like just started last year. So like the only sports I've actually done are hockey and lacrosse. Like those are the only sports that I've actually worked on. So we'll
0: see. I would I would th- I would think I'd have no experience in it, but I would assume that like hockey or lacrosse or I guess basketball to a degree is probably a lot more fast paced than football because football, yeah. there's a lot of, I don't think people realize how much downtime there is in football. Yeah. Like in between plays. So it's the football is probably a little easier to manage. Yeah. Or, there's, well, I mean, football is also a much bigger production too. Cause a lot more
2: people care about it than like oh, hockey right. or something. So there's a lot more cameras and a lot, there's just a lot more going on in football. So that's why like football is like the highest level game you can work at Liberty. It's a, it's a much bigger production. So, and to work football, you have to like know your stuff. Like yeah. Unlike these lower level games are hockey, like D2, D3 hockey. And for football at least Liberty, you're Division 1 football. That's like Oh, uh, okay. So like those games could be like we Liberty just went to the uh they just had a bowl game. I forgot what it was called. The Cure Bowl. That's what it was. They went down to Florida and played in the Cure Bowl. So, that's like a big the big thing. So, yeah, that's intense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that's there's a lot of pressure doing that. Yeah. So. Uh, going back to the Hurricanes thing. Have you ever heard of Section 328? Do you go to Hurricanes games a lot? Or? Uh, yeah, a decent amount. I have. What? That sounds very familiar. So section three twenty eight. Yeah, so I familiar. used to do like um, vlog content for a local pizza guy, Johnny's Pizza. I don't know. Oh yeah, He's I know. super popular on social media. His pizza's so good. Yeah, it really <laughs> His is. Pizza's so yeah. good. Yeah. I used to film. Yeah. I used to film like vlog stuff for him, and I was trying to do like promotional stuff yeah. videos for him. Anyway, um, he he supplied all the pizza. Basically, section three twenty eight is like they have a podcast, mm-hmm. and they. To my understanding, they buy out like a huge part of that section, if not the whole section. Mm -hmm. And then fans will buy tickets from them, but they have like a huge like tailgate party and they'll have like a whole huge grass area in the parking lot. And they just have free food, free beer, whatever it is. They just have coolers. And it's like one guy and his wife, I think that started the whole thing. But I went there one time to film some stuff because Johnny supplied all the pizza for them. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I've only been to two hockey games my whole life i'm not like a huge hockey i wouldn't say i'm a huge hockey fan it's one of those sports i only watch during playoffs yeah right um because i I don't watch much sports anyway
2: Mm
0: -hmm. i feel you it was cool to see that like community environment so to speak no yeah Um, for sure because everyone was like super chill i don't know that was kind of random thought but um so as far as like your minor you said you're a minor in photography yeah is that something that you'll pursue afterwards or is that just like to learn the the ins and outs yeah i think that's i
2: think that's just to learn more of like the technical side of photography because i mean obviously there's a bunch of youtube stuff out there that can uh that you can learn and like youtube university right yeah i mean you can that's where i learned how to do all of this exactly you can (laughs) learn anything on youtube Mm -hmm. which is how i learned most of what i know about photography but it's just like the little technical things that I might not know. Like right now, I'm doing an intro to f- black and white film photography class, which just got moved to digital. So, oh, nice. Kind of defeats the purpose of the intro to film because we can't, like, yeah. Like I develop my own film, but no one else in the class does, which makes sense because mm-hmm. like it's just like a it's like a fun little class to take or whatever. Yeah. So we had a dark room at, or we have we still have a dark room at Liberty. But we can't use it anymore because it's closed. Mm. So we have to switch to digital now, which, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It'll make the class a lot easier. (laughs) Right. If I'm honest. Yeah. But, um. Just pull it into Lightroom and hit V or whatever. Exactly. Black and white convert. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, it's just more of the technical, uh, more technical side of things that I might not know yet necessarily. Yeah.
0: Um, so there's a couple points that I want to touch on. And one of them is developing. So don't let me forget. Okay. But um developing. what got you into film? What got you into film as a passion more than digital? So that just started
2: happening to me kind of recently. Um, I don't really know why, but I just love the process and like that developing kind of ties into that. But um, like if I haven't said it. I don't think I said it before. I probably said it on the other podcast. But I do everything myself. So, like, I develop the film, scan the film, uh, and then put the film on my phone and, you know, do all that. Mm -hmm. That process is something that's... It's so relaxing and it's so, like, mind-clearing to me. It's, like, such a de-stressor. It just makes you focus. It makes you be a lot more intentional with everything that you're doing because you're doing it yourself and... Like, if you mess up, it's your fault. Mm. You know? Like, yeah. it's not... Like, if you send it off to a lab and they mess it up, oh, it's
0: their fault. You yeah. Know? But if you're doing everything yourself, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Right. So, And it seems very, like, intimate, too, because it's, like, start to finish. Exactly, Like, yeah. it's, like, every part of the process like, outside of making the film. It's like if you were building
2: a table or something, and this is kind of extreme, but, but. you planted the tree. Right? You mm-hmm. planted the tree and then well, this doesn't really make sense. We'll skip that step. You <laughs> you you cut <laughs> you cut down the tree that you take the wood from, you make the wood however you want it and then you use that wood to build the table. And then, you know, you put it all together and all that. Yeah. It's kind of like it's like that whereas digital buying a
0: table from big lots.
2: Exactly. There Got you go. You. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, not to no disrespect to digital whatsoever at all. Uh, that's not, I'm, I'm not tr- trying to preach that it's different for everybody. You right. Know? I'm yeah. not trying to preach that. Oh, digital sucks. Like, no, it does not at all.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's super forgiving. Yeah. You can go out and shoot a thousand pictures just to get one. Exactly. Like for, for basically however much your memory card costs you. Yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, like, obviously I started on digital. Anybody who starts on film is like a, crazy person (laughs) unless you're unless you're like from that age where uh, film was the standard like there wasn't digital yet yeah Uh, but like if you start on film like and not like disposable like if you start on actual film today that's crazy and 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 it's crazy like it's cool that you're doing that but I would think if you're starting digital is the way to go 100% because you don't – you literally just – you shoot, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, it, you can learn all the settings and all that. But you just – like, literally, when you start, you put the thing in auto and you can just go ahead and shoot as many pictures as you want. Yeah. You know, and I that helped me a lot. Like, I used – obviously, when I first started, I used to shoot in auto because I had no idea what the heck shutter speed or
0: aperture or ISO was. Yeah. Like, those were – Crazy to me. It's, so. even, it's even. I've noticed it's even harder to try to explain that to someone. Yeah, I know. Like, the oh, way- so if I want it brighter, I just turn my shutter speed down. And I'm like, or... You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you could... The triangle is... Yeah, it's hard it's the, to
2: explain. It, yeah, and I mean like... And the thing is, when you do these things to make your picture brighter, you lose something else. So right. like if you want to make... If you want to turn your shutter speed down to make the picture brighter, then... You're not. It's going to be more blurry. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're trying to catch moving subjects, and you're they're going to be blurry. Yeah. Or ISO. If you want to turn up your ISO, your picture is going to be more noisy. Right. And if you want to turn down the aperture, more things are going to be likely to be out of focus. So I mean, it's just finding that balance. You know? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite like focal length to shoot at, film or digital? Um. Hmm. Thirty-five millimeter probably. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the way that it looks. Um I have an 85mm too. Um, which is is cool. I love it. It like it super compresses the background and blows it out. But um it's just I don't know. It's very the 35 is so versatile. Yeah. Like you can use it for anything. And a fifty is good too. Like there is a reason they call it the nifty fifty.
0: Right. Because it's so I heard fifty is the closest. To like the human eye. Yeah. Like that that look. That's yeah. why it's so pleasing.
2: Yeah, no, it is for sure. But I also try and stay away from that because that's how we see things. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I don't have a 50. Partly just because I haven't done really digital. Like my 35 millimeter film camera is 45. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of close to it. Yeah, But yeah, I try and... Do things that are different, like like a thirty five millimeter is like really wide compared to like what your eye sees, and yeah. I think that kind of like grabs people's attention. Or if it's eighty five and it's super super close, mm-hmm. it, it it just kind of grabs people's attention more. I think
0: I've really been liking and trying to get into like wide portraits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Before iPhone put out the ultra wide camera, yeah. Like a couple months before I got my um my Tamron seventeen to twenty eight. Um, I shoot digital. I don't shoot any film, mm-hmm. but um with that trend of like iPhone putting out the wide angle and everyone putting out wide angle cameras, I feel like it's kind of like saturating that in a sense. yeah. um, but I still love I shot that video I shot yesterday. I shot it, yeah. fifty because I was I wanted some wide shots, but I yeah. didn't want to like carry around both lenses. I was like, I'm just gonna shoot this in like an hour,
2: yeah, exactly. and it's so like,
0: that's the fifth that's what the fifty is really good at. yeah, it's good at
2: not it's a happy medium between yeah. it's a happy medium between something like a 35 or an 85 or yeah. like where it's wide and telephoto it's like nice in the middle and i think that's what it's really good for it's yeah. probably the most versatile lens you can have
0: yeah i would agree cuz it's it's probably well recently cuz i do a lot more video stuff the the watt, the uh 17 to 28 stays on my camera more but i used to right. just keep the 50 on yeah because it just you could just pick it up and make it work with most things right I think yeah. like before I uh,
2: transitioned over to Sony I had a 70D and the 50 would stay on the camera the like entire time yeah like
0: it was it was like the go-to yeah Um, what made you at what point did you decide that you wanted to just start developing your own film
2: so I that was from the start so like from when I started film, I knew I wanted to do the whole thing myself. I knew that from the beginning. So, like when I got my first film camera, I had to get it was a while before I could shoot because I didn't have all the stuff because it's a lot to that you need to have. So like when I got my first film camera, i I got that, then I needed to get you know chemicals developing chemicals. Mm-hmm. And then I needed to get a tank to put the film in to develop it. And then I, like, I needed to get film, obviously. And then I needed to get a scanner. And, I mean, it, it was a lot. But you, it's expensive, but you save money in the long run doing that. Right. You definitely save a lot of money doing, like, I'm, I just got back from Liberty yesterday and I'm developing film for somebody and I'm charging f- 15 bucks a roll. Which is good for having someone else to develop your film for you. But if I can go buy the chemicals for $30 mm-hmm. and develop 20, 25 rolls myself,
0: you do, I don't know what the math is, but it's a lot of money you're saving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically you're doing their stuff just, and you got chemicals for you for the next Yeah, like, I mean, 20, 30 shoots.
2: Yeah, and I mean, obviously I'm
0: using my own chemicals to do
2: this person's photos, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're giving me like sixty bucks to do five rolls, so oh, that's dope, yeah, i mean it's a it's a nice little little side thing, i guess but back,
0: yeah, back when film photography was the primary thing before everything started <laughs> before everything started going digital um did people develop their own stuff? I mean, I know you've seen the movies, people in the dark rooms with the red light yeah, soaking yeah. their actual photos. I don't know. Yeah. so Is that real or is that yeah. like not as much of a thing? Yeah.
2: Well, it's probably not as much of a thing anymore. But that, that is what you're talking about is uh, developing a print. So the way that works, I'll try and explain it. Like I literally, I'm probably not going to do this again because I don't have this equipment. I had it up at Liberty because they have their own dark room there. But you use an enlarge. So you take the film and you use an enlarger to enlarge it onto the paper. So and that photo paper is light sensitive. That red light is like a safe, it's called a safe light. Mm. And that means your photo paper can be exposed to it and you can still see what you're doing. So, and that's only good for like five minutes. So you got to be kind of quick about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you do that and you put it onto the enlarger, and you focus it up and make all the settings right and everything. And then once you put the light on the paper, you take it over to the developer, and that's what you're talking about when you see them putting it, dumping into this box of, like, chemicals and yeah, doing all that. That's, that's what that is. It's making a print. I have some at my house that I made, but I can, like, send you a picture of them or something. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it, it's a cool, uh, it's definitely a cool process for sure. I used to work at Walgreens. <laughs> oh yeah, and I worked in photo. And I, back when we, I don't know if they still do film stuff there, but this was like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. And I know there's three compartments in the photo printing machine. I think it was. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. I don't know exactly. I don't remember at all what they were. Yeah, I, just I have, remember we had to pull the rollers out and clean them.
1: Right. <laughs> but yeah. Is it I the have, same chemicals? Yeah.
0: No yeah. I think I it's think probably it is. the same. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume it's the same um, chemicals. Yeah. What are like what are what would you say are some misconceptions about developing your own stuff or film photography in general? Um, that's tough. I mean, I don't really think there's any misconceptions
2: about developing your own stuff. I think that is it as easy as it people make it sound. I mean, I, I don't know if people really make it sound super easy. You know, I mean, I try not to anyway. Yeah, but um. Well, maybe maybe that's the misconception is that it's not as hard as people think it is. Yeah. That that's that's it. That people don't think that it's not as hard as people think it is. I mean, once you the only thing that's really hard about it is keeping your chemicals at a certain temperature. But like other than that, it's so easy. It really is easy to develop your own film. Yeah. Like there's like I said, YouTube. That's how I learned how to develop my own film. Right, yeah. So, like, it's it's very easy. And the only thing with developing your own film, though, is it's probably better to scan your own film, too, because, like, you don't want to have to get it sent off to a lab to scan, or I guess. I mean, I guess that'd be fine, too. I don't know. It's preference, I guess. Yeah, but but I feel like you've taken it that far. Yeah, you might might as well well just scan it yourself. I mean... I
0: mean that's what I do, and it's yeah. Do I, you do I agree? Do you do a lot of post processing or like any touch ups or anything or yeah? So, because I know it's a, it's a, it, the most important thing about film is getting it right in camera. Yeah, correct? And yeah, that's definitely correct. So I do do a little bit of post
2: post processing, but not that much to yeah. still have that look.
0: So if it's if it's something, Bro, I did the same thing last time. <laughs> Didn't I? Wasn't it you or no? I don't think... Oh, yeah. I think it was. Didn't I spill you my whole cup of water? Yeah, yeah, I totally remember that. What the hell? Oh, it's all good. It's, it's water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, take two. Yeah. So... No, it's good. It was only a little bit. Thank you, though. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, post-processing. Uh, post-processing film, yes. yeah. So. I'm going to leave all that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not risking losing any of this again. Yeah, <laughs> dude, for sure. But so um, post processing, you said you do a little bit. Yes. Uh so
2: what I I'll like um I'll do the curve. So the highlights, I'll raise the highlights or lower the highlights. And sometimes I'll change the I'll do like the other curve too, like the red, green, and blue curve mm-hmm. where I'll change the hues of, of some things. To make it look different, but other than that, it's nothing crazy. Like I don't do crazy. Like I don't spend a lot of time in Lightroom.
0: Yeah, doing that. I feel like you. How much can you push those before it just starts to look bad? I don't know. I've never. I've never really tried it. Yeah. I. I
2: should. <laughs> <laughs> just to. Just to screw around with it. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. I've never. I've never really tried it. I mean, I don't think it's too far. You can't really push it. It's very, you have to be very uh, um, particular and precise
0: with Mm. how you adjust it because it'll, yeah, it'll look bad after a while for sure. Right. Um, Do you have a favorite kind of film to shoot on or a size? I know there's different sizes, correct? Yes, there is. So there's medium format,
2: which is my favorite. I guess that's why I said it first. So there's medium format, 35 millimeter and large format. So the difference in all those is obviously the size. So mm. thirty-five millimeters, like a film strip, that everybody pretty much knows. Uh, medium format. I still did not bring. I did not bring these. I said I would, but anyway. <laughs> um, medium format is. You can't. It's like the width of a pointer finger, kind of. Oh, it, okay. D- depending on the person, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, so i'm I'm like six feet, so my pointer finger is like three three inches, maybe three inches long, no, wide, three inches wide, maybe a little less but and then it's I don't know how long it is, but so that's medium format mm-hmm. and then large format is like a giant sheet, it's like a sheet of paper, and that's one like you can't you don't have a roll of large format film. you buy sheets. So each sheet is one picture. And that's something that I would love to do, but very, very expensive. Oh, it is? Yeah. Because a large format is like the best quality that you can get for film. And I wouldn't, you can't can't develop a large format sheet in a tank. That goes
0: back to the dipping thing or is that? Yeah,
2: I think that would, no, I think it would be a different process. I don't know. Like I couldn't develop that at home so I would have to pay someone to develop that and mm. it would just be it would just be very expensive to do that But and to get a large format camera that's like those cameras where like you see in the movies where like the guy's under the little uh, cloak and oh you know, yeah yeah it's like those that's yeah that's old yeah, yeah. that's like
0: from the old black and white movies I feel yeah
2: like. yeah there's still people who shoot on that and it looks really good
0: yeah but it's just having the money to do that you know is it um, more expensive now to shoot film than it was? Did I ask that already? Uh, no, you no. didn't. Um, Back in the day? I'm not, yeah. I don't, I would think so. Just because it's like a trendy yeah, supply and demand thing
2: for yeah, some people now. Yeah, it's definitely more of a trend now. Yeah. And uh, the reason I learned this in my film class, actually, the reason film is so expensive is because there's silver in it. There's silver in the film that uh you have to develop i don't know how it works, but I know there's silver in it um so that's why it's so expensive so hmm. like a roll of Portra eight hundred in medium format is like thirteen dollars
0: mm-hmm. and how many shots do you get on something like that
2: uh depends uh so like on a six by six uh which is like the size of the uh, negative, uh, you get twelve shots. But like in my new camera, I just got a Mamiya RB67. It shoots six by seven, so you can shoot either portrait or landscape. Mm. But that you only get ten shots. So it's more than a dollar per yeah photo, wow. which is kind of crazy. But yeah, it just like I said, the expensive part of it makes you a lot
0: more intentional about what you're doing. Yeah. So, are you, would you say you're at the point where you, most of your shots turn out how you intended them to? Or like if you have a roll of 12, only six turn out?
2: Yeah. So, right now, I'm, uh, I'm getting to that point. I'm very close to that where every shot I take usually comes out. Oh, I'm very, awesome. I'm very, uh, I just did a shoot with uh, Edwin a while ago. Um, it was a, Week ago, maybe close to a couple weeks ago, uh, I had every sh- everything came out except for the first roll we shot, and I shot four rolls that day. Um And I knew the first roll wasn't going to come out because, or some of them was not because I loaded it weird. It just felt weird when I loaded it, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Dude, I'm not sure about this." I he can tell you, I was like, "Dude, I'm not sure about this first roll. We'll see how it goes." But it just it just feels it just felt weird cranking and all that. And some of the pictures came out on it, which I'm very thankful for, but not all of them did. Yeah. So, but... Yeah, he
0: showed me those photos. Yeah. They were so they're sick. So, oh, my so, God. So, initially, yeah. I hadn't... So, Edwin's sitting on the couch next to Kevin. Yeah. I interviewed Edwin after I interviewed you. The first time. And yeah. you, when I interviewed you, you had told me you shot the pictures. Uh-huh. But you couldn't say what they were, or the yeah. concept or anything. Yeah, and then I interviewed him a couple of days later, mm-hmm. and he showed them to me after the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. So just for reference, yeah, those are so sick, dude. They look so good. They I can't are, wait for everyone to see them. Yeah, him they see. are
2: definitely my best film photos that I've ever taken. That's awesome. One hundred percent, one hundred percent,
0: the best. That's so sick. Um, I love when you, I love when you do things like. Would you say you're a critical? Are you overcritical of yourself? I wouldn't say I'm overcritical, but I'm definitely critical of myself. Yeah, I I'm the same way, and I love when I do something that like I'm impressed with. Yeah, like that's 100%. that's like a that's a really dope feeling when you when like I don't know if everyone feels that way, but I'll do stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, and then I'll shoot a video of some sort like that one I showed you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, every time I watched it, I was just like, damn, bro, that turned out so it sick. Is, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, and
2: I'm getting to that point more and more now, where not to sound cocky or anything, but I'm like, wow, these are like really good. You know? Not to say I'm not critical of myself because there's always room to improve,
0: but... No, but it's nice to see progress. Exactly. Especially in real time, in a sense, where yeah. like, you don't have to look back six months and then be like, oh, maybe my stuff is good. When you can mm-hmm. take and develop and do the whole process and look at it that day and be like, damn, these turned out good. Exactly. It's yeah. nice to see that progress and know that you're growing and getting better. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, what's your favorite, what would you say your favorite like thing is to photograph or like what's something you're focusing on? Do you do portraits? you want to focus on landscape? I, I'm trying to do a bit of
2: everything. So... Right now, I've been more of like an architecture type mm. vibe, I guess. Like more of like old buildings and old just different things that people wouldn't normally like yeah. photograph. Like I posted a picture a few days ago. Uh, It was like just of a house and there was a guy fishing there. Mm. And uh, it actually got a lot of love on it actually. But it's just stuff that like you wouldn't normally think about taking pictures of like yeah. it's just more of that mindset of trying to be like what would what do people not normally see from mm-hmm. me you know cuz i i do a lot of portraits that's like you talking about main, this one right here
0: yeah yeah that's dope i'll put a link to that in the show notes if yeah. i if i can remember yeah I'll, I'll for sure up. um yeah but, I like that uh, one.
2: yeah um just more uh stuff like that like more things with like old buildings and cars and stuff yeah. yeah but I also do a lot of portraits too like you saw the photos I did with Edwin yeah Um, I like to do a lot of I like to shoot with a lot of musicians around here too so I mean obviously Edwin Uh, I'm gonna be doing something with D-Rod I think you've uh, had him on before and yeah and uh, I do stuff with the spare keys all the time too mm-hmm. Um. so yeah just those are, those are like the main three guys. More at one of the spare keys than D-Rod usually, but I mean. You're doing photos with him or video stuff? Uh, Photos. Oh, dope. photos. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's sick working with musicians because like music really inspires me too. Like sometimes I've gone out and done a photo set. Uh, this is more like when I shoot digital, but I've done a photo set based on like a song or something. Yeah. Oh, that's sick! Yeah, so just you know, stuff like that. Music really inspires me to create more for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I enjoy like architecture stuff too. I went, I was going to school for architecture oh, um, yeah. before I moved okay. from Michigan. Um, so it's one thing that I'm always like observant of. Like, I, I know the PNC yeah. building here is like everyone takes photos of it.
2: Yeah, I literally i was I was literally taking pictures of it with that disposable camera on oh, the really? drive here. Yeah, just out the nice. window.
0: But yeah yeah I love it. I was downtown with um a friend the other day and we were on top of the parking garage on Red Hat yeah. and uh I had my I had the 50 on and I was shooting mm-hmm. like just the top of it I don't know it's I love how the windows are like a mirror yeah like some but like there's another building that's um over by uh man what's the pizza place called you know where Jimmy John's is near like the convention center yeah but on Fayetteville Street, where like the cobblestone or brick is, or whatever, yeah, yeah. there is a building there that like you could like in in Lightroom you can pull so much of the blue and the green out of the windows. Oh, but what yeah. I like about the PNC building is the building always like reflects the sky just a little darker. Yeah, I don't know, it's right. just it's just always like reflects like whatever the the weather is. No, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Sick to me. It's it's so cool to take pictures of it. Yeah, yeah. What's one thing that you would say um, your photos are like stand out? above other people's stuff? Like, do you have a style uh, that you go for or? I mean,
2: it's tough. Uh, I feel, I don't know. I mean, I definitely think I have a, I don't know if I have a style yet. It's kind of like finding, finding your sound in music. It's very hard to, it's very hard to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that right now, I'm just just now starting to, with shooting film, I'm just now starting to find, like, my style. Yeah. You know, like, the way I shoot the film and edit it and everything and develop it, like, I'm just now starting to find that it's kind of has a consistent theme. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like the pictures with Edwin, they all had like, a consistent look and theme kind of to it. Yeah, You know, so, I mean, I'm just now starting to find that out, I think, for sure. Nice. And I think... I don't know. I mean, I don't know a lot of other film photographers in the area, so I can't really say that like I stand out yeah. from them or anything. But I'm I think I'm starting to get there. Like I'm I've gotten a few I've gotten like a few features on some small film account
0: pages or film mm-hmm. feature pages or whatever. But yeah. Do you have uh like a favorite spot in Raleigh that you like to shoot? I mean, don't give away if it's a secret, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Do you have a favorite location you go to?
2: No, I mean, um, it's been a while since I've actually shot in Raleigh. But uh, I love the uh, the cobblestone area, like you said earlier. And mm.
0: there's that yellow wall there. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about that um, over near Moore Square. Yeah, near Moore oh, Square. Oh, I got yeah. you. I was talking about the... Um, the other area off Fayetteville Street. That's like at the south tip of Fayetteville Street. There's like a Jimmy Johns, a Happy and Hale, um I'm the sure, Starbucks. I'm sure I would know it if Yeah. I, I it's just been it's
2: really been a long time since, oh, I, right, since right, I've since right. I've actually been in Raleigh. Yeah. So like it's yeah. I'm sure I, I'm sure I know what you're talking yeah. about. I just don't right now. <laughs> Parking garages too. More that was more so when I first started. Yeah. But uh yeah, definitely there's a parking garage by uh it's right by the convention center, actually. But um that's like my favorite one to go to. It. it has like the best backdrop. One of the one of the best backdrops in the city, I think.
0: Is it the one that overlooks Red
2: Hat? No, it um it's um you can see like the PNC building behind it and it's like right by the The statue where Sir Walter Raleigh is. It's. I think that's the convention center. I might be wrong. okay.
0: But uh, yeah, it's like right by there. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that we talked about last time that I that I just remembered was um, you were and I think it's important because I I would like to shout it out and have people know about it. But you were talking about um photo meetups and a group that you found. Oh yeah. So I think we went over this last time, but I think it's.
2: Petrichor Collective. Yes. Uh, it's a, let me look it up right here so I don't butcher it. So it is, it's a group basically that is, I don't know what they're doing now because of the whole Corona thing, but they basically rented out a venue and you have to pay a certain amount of money to attend, but it's basically was created for meetups to be a lot safer than they currently are. Mm -hmm. It's because, you know, there's like a lot of creepy dudes and stuff like, oh, there's a bunch of pretty models. Let's go look at them or something. I don't don't know. I don't know what goes through their head. But yeah. So, I mean, it's basically created just to kind of prevent that from happening. So it's in like a closed, like it's in a venue and uh, like a studio setting type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's run by uh, Michael Betzner, uh, his husband, Benjamin Betzner, and uh, Chloe Ray. Um, you can, I'll send you all their Instagrams and stuff and yeah. the, and the pages, Instagram, and you can put them in the description or the
0: show notes or whatever. Yeah. I'm but, definitely going to do that because I want to reach out to them too. I'd yeah. love to have a conversation about that Yeah, because I know nothing about the meetups. I've never gone to any of them, but I have heard from people that they are kind of weird because yeah,
2: some of them are very, very odd. Like I've only had like a couple good meetup experiences. Yeah. Um, but, uh, which sucks because it's like sounds yeah, like such I a know. dope idea. Yeah. Which I mean, granted, I haven't been to a lot either. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm not going to say that I've been to like so a lot and have only had a couple of good experiences. But, uh, yeah, it's just it. people usually hang out in the groups that they are of people that they already know. And, right. Which I mean, I understand. I mean, it's just where you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to reach out to other people sometimes. And I totally understand that. Like, yeah, I totally understand that.
0: But the purpose of them is to meet, it's to meet like other you could, people. You could exactly. Go meet that group anywhere. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, not, it's not like I'm the first person to go up and start conversation with strangers. Right. But yeah, so not to be critical of people who don't, but, um, yeah, I've, i I wanted to go to the creators of Carolina one last year. There was one, like, I think late summer, or early fall Yeah. in Durham, I think, but I never went. And, uh, yeah one of my friends um said that he doesn't go to him anymore because they just get yeah it's just a bunch of amateur just, photographers that are looking for free stuff or
2: yeah and weird. I mean
0: it's a good it's definitely I definitely recommend
2: it that, those type of things for amateur photographers yeah so they can learn more and be around other because I think collaboration is something that's incredibly key yeah and if you're an amateur photographer and you don't know anybody. You're gonna meet people, right I mean like you're gonna want to meet people if you don't know anybody so like yeah, so but like now I know people in the community, and like i've I know some people, so like I'm gonna it's and again, it's hard I'm definitely more of an introverted person. I'm not gonna go start conversations with like strangers or anything, even though like at a meetup I probably should but it's just a lot easier for me to just hang out with my group and, you know, like, know, with the yeah. people I know. And, I mean, that's not good, especially at a meetup where, like, that's, like, the whole purpose of the meetup. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I was trying to say with that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah, it's just Petrichor Collective. Petrichor. I think I followed them last week after you had mentioned it. There's a there's a few other groups, uh, like you mentioned,
2: Creators of Carolina. Uh, Sweet Carolina Collaborative is another one that I really like too. Mm. Um, they're, they 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 kind of did the same thing a while back where they rented out a venue and had to pay a a short a small fee to be able to attend. But yeah, I really I really really like what they're doing. And that page that page is run by uh, Serena Edwards, uh, Alyssa Davis, and Kaylin Connolly. Uh, there it's three models, but. Uh, yeah, they're they're all really cool. I've met them. I haven't I haven't met Michael or Benjamin or Chloe. Yeah, which I want to, but uh, I've met uh, Alyssa, Serena, and Kaylin, and they're they're really cool. Nice.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'll probably reach out to all of them. Yeah, just to just no, to, totally and have them share that because, like I said, I think that's what they're what they're doing and their their purpose behind that is super dope. Yeah, and I it's agree. hundred percent. should be shared. I think. Yeah. For sure. Um. so I guess to switch it up a little bit again how do you feel about people that like do fake film borders and stuff I mean does that bother you as somebody who's like really into film now it does but it shouldn't you know yeah (laughs)
2: like it's a free country people can do what they want it just (laughs) I yeah it does bother me I like but it shouldn't though you know like I just need to
0: let it go right but yeah it does bother me (laughs) Um, what do you think the most difficult part about photography in general is whether it's digital or um, film I think it's just taking a,
2: taking something that is not necessarily pretty at first and making it pretty kind of mm. if that makes any sense like like what I'm trying to do right now that it is the most challenging thing that I've done like taking pictures of like random old buildings and stuff and like or even just regular houses like just regular old houses it's just something that uh has challenged me because like how am i going to make this look good like how am i going to make this house over here yeah. look good you know right or stand and, out from all the other ones yeah kind exactly of yeah. it's it's just tough and um And I think another thing that's really challenging is being able to tell a story with your photo. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can get a story, like take that photo of the house, for example. There's a guy fishing there and like, it kind of paints like a scene, you know? Even though, I mean, Edwin was there. The guy actually talked to us. He was a a really cool guy. But uh, I think his name was Dennis or something like that, right? Yeah, Dennis. He was cool. But, um, yeah, but I mean, it's just painting a scene and doing, just making your photo and like making your photo stand out. I think that's one of the hardest things for sure.
0: Yeah. Do you have anybody locally, you would say, or maybe not specifically locally in general, but is there anybody locally that like really inspires you to, to shoot or just to create new stuff or gives
2: Um, you ideas? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple guys in the area that I've met who are super, uh, they're super genuine people and they really, uh, they really inspire me to like just do different things. One of them is uh, Noah. Uh, I do not know his last name. I'm about to look it up right now. Uh, but his Instagram username is nxl visuals.
0: Lorenzetti, Noah Lorenzetti. Uh he oh, does a yeah. lot of he does a lot of street stuff. I actually just met him the other day. Really? Yeah, I was downtown walking around. We've talked on Instagram before. Um and didn't you say Kane Legend Images or no?
2: No, I didn't. Last I time? I've never met him. Oh, okay. But I've definitely heard of I've yeah. definitely heard of him before. Yeah, I ran I into like bo- I
0: ran into both of them. I saw them and I was like, "Oh, what's up?" Uh That's so cool. I only know you by your Instagram handle. Yeah. <laughs> no, Noah's always downtown and like
2: that's the crazy thing about Noah. He go he he's always downtown and will always find something new to shoot. Yeah, you know? like I've been on a couple. I've met him a couple times and done a few shoots with him. And like his profile is like every time it's something different and it's all like in Raleigh. So that that he inspires me to do uh, just to like find new perspectives on things. Yeah, for sure. And uh, another guy is uh, Ross. Raj Joyner. He's uh he works at uh, NC State doing I think photo stuff there or marketing or something. I don't know. But I know he works at state and he was like the first guy that I met really in the community. Yeah. That was like super genuine and like chill. And I met him at the Creatives of Carolina meetup uh last summer. Yeah, last summer. That sounds right. It was in uh, the Arboretum. Uh, Oh, that's a cool place. Yeah, it was cool. Um, He does a lot of concert stuff, which is like I really like that. Yeah. Um, That's something that inspires me too. His concert photos are sick. But he also does portraits too. And he also shoots on film. He's like one of the few people I know in this area that shoots on film. And, uh, like, his concerts, he shoots digitally and all that. But, like, he'll, he'll take some portraits on film sometimes. And he... It's cool. It's just cool to see, what, like, what he's doing mm-hmm. and how genuine of a dude he is. And, like, his stuff is good, too. That's dope. So, like, just seeing his stuff
0: just inspires me to uh, keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried shooting concert stuff on film? Or is it, like, I, nearly I impossible? I have. Uh...
2: A while ago, I was in Virginia and I shot a few rolls. Not a few rolls. That's a lot. I shot a few pictures (laughs) of a roll at a concert. Just I was screwing around. The roll wasn't too serious. So I was like, hey, you know what? I actually shot medium format. So it was 400 ISO and 3.5 aperture because the lens was like fixed. So I was shooting basically at like, 60th of a second or something or like 30 or something. I don't know. But it was on that twin lens camera. And I mean, they came out all right. But I would definitely like to... I think that's more of like a 35 millimeter type of setting to uh, shoot for sure. It's a lot... Because I was literally holding the camera at my waist looking down and like... Because it's a waist level viewfinder. So
0: I was literally holding it. It just... It would be a lot easier just to hold it up to my eye like a digital one. And right. Shoot it, for yeah. sure. Plus, there's like probably, I mean, you've said it on here, it's expensive when you don't nail it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, I mean, yeah. And that
2: role, the role wasn't very expensive either. So, I mean, yeah. if, if I was shooting, like, Portrait 800 or something, I would not have used it on yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. a concert where I had no idea how they were going to look. but.
0: yeah. Um, do you, how do you feel about like Instagram and social media and stuff as far as like, for, do you like, do you care about your grid or any of that? Like the layout or you just like, I use mine just to try new ideas and stuff. But yeah. I know some people really care about that. Yeah. No, I definitely,
2: I'm not going to say I don't care about it and be like all high and mighty and stuff. Cause that's just not true. Yeah. Um, I do care. I care about how my grid looks. Um, mostly um, it's pretty easy though for me because I just leave the borders in, and then if the borders are there, then you know. Oh, the, yeah. And it's kind of like it's like a consistency thing. Yeah. So like if I leave the borders in there, it'll I think it looks fine. So it's not like where I'm, like I know there's a model, uh, her name is uh, Maddie, and I'm not, I'm not knocking her for this at all. I actually really admire what she does. So her entire feed, there's red in it somewhere her whole feed is like Hmm. it's a picture or something but there's red in it somewhere i will what's her instagram name her instagram is demolition blonde and if you look at her feed it's all there's red somewhere in the in the photo it's either it's usually what she's wearing like edwin's looking at it right now but
0: oh yeah I actually know an, um another girl. I I can't remember her name. I don't even know if I follow her anymore cuz I went on I went on a spree of like unfollowing yeah. everyone that I I I've done that before. Yeah. I've done that. But she does. She's like really heavy into the teal and orange. Yeah. Like everything is teal and orange. Yeah. Like to a to a crazy extreme. But uh, I like it though to your point because it's like it's unique. Yeah, it it's
2: definitely unique and it's like I don't have I couldn't do that. You know, like, to make all these photos have a red hue yeah. or tint or something in it. Like, there's no way I could do that. She's from here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Downtown yeah, I've shot with her a few times. And I have a few oh, that's dope. photos on her page there. But, uh, yeah, so, just, I do care about it, like, my grid and stuff. But I wouldn't say to that extent. And there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with caring about it to that extent. Yeah, it's It's something I admire, but... And like you said uh, in your response to like social media, I think as like a photographer, especially, you have to know when, how to draw the line. Uh, like I have a personal account on Instagram that's like just for like, you know, posting stuff of like with my friends and like with my girlfriend and all that. And uh, like I don't post there often. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't really even look at it a lot, but I'm always on my, and that's maybe, maybe that's just because I'm always on my, like my photography account, mm-hmm. but it's it's you need to draw the line. Like I'm usually on, at least Instagram. I'm on Twitter all the time, <laughs> just yeah, sort of
0: like same. But uh, Twitter is my favorite. Yeah,
2: I love Twitter. But this guy, Instagram. Edwin said he hates Twitter. Yeah, I know he does. I don't get it. But uh. I mean, well, I kind of get it. I do get it. There's a lot of there's a lot of BS on there. Yeah, but. If you filter
0: through it, I lo- I love it. But I like that you can I like that you can mute things. Yeah. Like muting I heard words I heard nice. people like when Avengers came out or Endgame. I'm not a Marvel person, but I heard when Endgame came out, like someone leaked the ending. Yeah. So people were like muting, muting. fifty things that had to do with Avengers, Avengers so they did yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool.
2: But um <laughs> Or what? Oh <laughs> or, or you don't can go, just on not go on Twitter. Yeah. But um anyway, as I was I use Instagram a lot on Instagram. I'm always on there, but it's for like photography reasons, yeah, like I don't post a lot on my personal or whatever, but it's good to know how to draw the line to where you're not on there caring about oh this person's life is way better than mine, and like yeah, you know like it's just it's
0: you have to draw a line somewhere it's such a um that's such a misconception that people have is that like I mean it's kind of coming out now. Um, but like, there there's such a lack of authenticity on on all social medias, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you're only you're not gonna you're not gonna post the bad
2: stuff about yourself,
0: right? I mean, and not yeah, not that people should, but even like during this whole coronavirus thing, it's like everyone's out, everyone's giving advice, like they have any idea what's going to happen. Yeah, like, you don't know. You're you not, have you're not no a, idea, No one bro. knows what's going to happen. You're not a scientist. Like, they are in a panic right now. Like, the president gets on TV every day Yeah, and is like, we're doing what we can. And then you have, like, people who are jumping on, like, be thankful for what you have and this and that. And I'm yeah. like, where well, I get that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I agree, but I don't know. You, yeah, that was just, a weird rant. No, I know. People
2: people don't know what they're talking about. Right. And I mean, as much as they like. Everyone's trying to be an influencer. Yeah. Everybody, everybody thinks that people care about their opinion and that's just not true. Oh man. I had that thought last week. Yeah. And I mean, even all all of us do, even I I do sometimes. I'll post my opinion sometimes. Yeah. But. You're allowed to. Yeah. It's a free country.
0: But when people disagree with it, you can't get pissed. Yeah.
2: Right. I mean, like. No, I, I try to look at things like no one really cares about what you have to say. Yeah. Which, I mean, is... I mean, obviously, people around you, your close friends, and some, some of your like, acquaintances or whatever will, but in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of people care about what you think.
0: Right. And I think so. even that makes it a little difficult, too, because when you know somebody, and then they say something that you know is not authentic or real then it's like, come on, bro. Yeah. I know you, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you
2: you can't be saying stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Anyway, whoa. Um, Yeah. So what's your plan now that you're like online classes, you're staying back here, right? Yeah. Um, What's the plan for you for the summer? For like, what do you got going on? So for the summer, I'm going to have a, hopefully,
2: freaking coronavirus. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, I'll have a job working summer camps at my old high school. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, just, I, I don't know what I'm going to do if I can't do that. But um, right now, I'm just kind of chilling, uh, doing my classes. Not, I'm not really too worried about getting a job right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, I talked to my parents last night about it, and they're like, there's people who need jobs way more than you do. You know? i like, am right. I'm, I'm extremely blessed to be in the situation where I am right now. And I know that there's people my age who are living out, like, on the streets and stuff. And, like, I'm not going to... Especially in a time like this right now, like, where everything is crazy and, like, I'm not going to take away a job from someone who needs to pay their own bills. Yeah. Or feed their kids. Yeah. You know? Something like that. As to where I... The only reason I need a job is to go screw around with my friends and, you yeah. know, pay for, pay for film and, you know, just stuff like that, that nothing that I'm going to, if I don't have a job, I'm still going to be alive in six months,
0: you know? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good perspective though on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I mean, the world doesn't revolve around me. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do paid shoots or anything? Um, Or not? You just still hobby, do yeah. everything for hobby? Uh, Film. For
2: film, I'm real. I'm not. I mean, if people out there want to, I will. But like, uh, Edwin Edwin shoot was paid. Uh, yeah, um, he's the only film shoot I've ever done that's been paid. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if people, I'll, I mean, and I'll do digital stuff too. I'll, like, if you want it, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not gonna. I won't take photos of you that's not what I'm saying by like yeah if you want photos I will definitely definitely take photos of you but um yeah so I mean I haven't done a lot of fil- paid film stuff film is more like just a hobby for me right now and I guess digital is more like I'll do digital is like the only thing a real I'll do digital for really is to like get if I'm getting paid to do it or yeah a close friend asked me to get some digital like if they want it specifically digital then yeah
0: nice yeah for sure cool man do you have any questions for me anything for me uh just keep doing your thing thank you man i mean appreciate it thank you for coming on yeah
2: again again twice yeah Yeah, i'm not gonna Um, lose this one (laughs) no but i mean like i said last time uh if this can be a really cool thing that you
0: this can evolve into something really cool yeah for sure i'm excited for it
1: yeah, dude, and the, I am too.
0: Like the I ha- I hate I don't know. I don't want to say it cuz I hate when people say it, but the organic growth yeah. or the organic support that I've had like right. is really dope. Like the people like you both who have reached out to me who I didn't know and right away off the top were like this is super dope. I love this idea. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I appreciate that so much and it's yeah. just it's it's mean, so cool. I'm ex- I'm so excited to see progress throughout the summer. And have you guys both back on, you know, after yeah. all is said and done.
2: Yeah. And I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of people, it's like, like you said on uh, D-Rods, a lot of people just don't know about it yet. Yeah. And I think over time, the more and more people you have on, everybody, I would hope, would share their own podcast that yeah, on <laughs> with their followers. Right. So, and I mean, the more... And The more and more you have people on, I
0: think the more it'll grow. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I think the majority of what I've, um, the majority of people that I've spoken to so far has been word of mouth. Yeah. I I think I ran, I ran one Facebook Instagram ad, and it didn't really do all that well. So yeah, like the conversion rate was pretty low, um, Mm -hmm. just because it didn't catch. There was nothing. It was just the intro episode. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't really get much traction from that, not that I expected it, but right, yeah, yeah, everything else so far has been just random people that have heard about it and reached out, so. yeah, yeah, and I mean,
2: like I said, people will keep sharing it, and yeah it's a it's a cool thing you got going on here for sure cool, thank you, man yeah 100%. um cool, let everybody know where they can find your stuff at all right, so I am on Instagram at k v n s l. v uh it's just my name without the vowels. So on Twitter at KVN S L V, uh, what else? Uh, TikTok. Um, I post a few TikTok videos here and there sometimes. Uh, it's KVN dot because KVN S L V was taken somehow. <laughs> but there's another one out there. Yeah, there's another one out there. Apparently, do you like TikTok? <sighs> yeah. Eh, yeah. I mean. I like how the algorithm
0: on TikTok is unmatched. It's yeah, that's literally why I brought it up because I have, fi- I think I put four videos up total. Yeah. The first one was like a hundred views. Uh, the second one was like a hundred and thirty, and then right now the third one is at twenty four thousand. Yeah, and then the most recent one is at like eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so like, weird.
2: It's so sporadic. weird, and it's, but it, anyone can, anyone can have a viral video, right? Like in a, in, a a in a heartbeat. Video. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to find. It was literally okay. It was my. I can't speak for what it had before this video, but my third video on TikTok got 280,000 views. Damn. Yeah. That's insane. And it it blew up when I was actually down in Nashville hanging out with Edwin, and that's when it was blowing up. And I was like, dude what the heck and like i actually (laughs) i actually got like i had my instagram down in like the bottom corner of it or whatever Mm -hmm. and i actually got like i would say like 100 followers from it damn which i mean is not a lot for two hundred eighty thousand people seeing the video but i mean still still, anything anything is crazy what was it was it like photography it it was just a i can show you after yeah it was a photography related video Mm. but like it didn't even have like the final Photo at the end. It was just a, literally a video of me taking a picture. Oh, of,
0: one of those teas ones. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I mean that wasn't the purpose behind it, but I mean I was just like, oh, just let me let me take a video here. And I think I'm. It has seventy three thousand likes on it right now. That's insane. So,
0: and it's still growing. Nah, is it it's
2: pretty. It stopped
0: pretty. Just kind of tops off. Yeah, it,
2: it was like a Halloween. I put it was a Halloween kind of theme post, and I posted it a couple weeks before Halloween. Mm. And I think it started blowing up kind of like a week after I posted it. So it was kind of lucky that it was just around the same time.
0: Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how to use it for this. Because now that I have something to... It's hard because like I have something now to deliver in a sense. So now, like that's why I've never really cared too much about social media stuff Mm -hmm. because like I'm not trying to acquire the attention because I don't really have anything to deliver. You know what I mean? And now that I have this and I'm trying to gain traction on this... I'm trying to figure out how to use like TikTok in a for something like this because of how much attention is there. Yeah. It's it's in, it's insane. Yeah, I know 100%. Um but I'll figure that out, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah, it's just you got to just got to figure it out. And I mean, I don't know if you ever going to figure it out. Right. I I don't know what's up with it. Yeah,
0: I don't know if there's a like a I, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know if there's a strategy to it really. I mean, I know there is when it comes to like hashtags and stuff. And I even heard someone who said, who works in marketing that said like, don't do the for you page and stuff like that because those are so flooded. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's so weird. Right. Cool, man. Um, thank you again for coming out a second time. Yeah, dude. Apologies that uh, totally the first one completely got lost. Yeah, no, I got mean, lost. I was not doing
2: anything better at the house because yeah.
0: it's corona time. Because we're so. all isolated.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. So,
0: yeah. Again, no, 100%. appreciate you coming on, being a, another part of the building block for this. Yeah, dude, definitely. So, cool. Definitely. Um, go follow Kevin on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks.
2: Nope.